Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Scott Gordon. Package. Trip plan. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Bo, I don't know what it is, but something's come on me. I'm feeling it's come over you. Feeling, I'm feeling good as we sit here on uh, what looks like, at least from our position where I'm at today, a cool but crisp December day. And it is your boy, Hello Kitty. You're listening to another episode of the Circle of Trust podcast that voice across the digital divide on this <laughs> fine day for us is none other than Jamie Vance Roseborough. Rapido. What's up? Happy to be here. Freezing my back ends off in the bonus room. Forgot to turn the heat on for up here. I, well, we've got one of those ductless air vent things on the side of the wall. It works great if you leave it on, but it was what 30 degrees this morning. And this little Santa's workshop up here has been sealed off from the yes, 2.0s. And so it's about you know 52 degrees uh-huh. in here right now. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, but feeling great. Got a ruck in this morning. Got a ruck in yesterday I was going to say, how morning. many miles rucked? And did you have your feline friend with you this week? Not a feline. <laughs> or excuse me, a canine friend. <laughs> a canine friend. Yes, I was not with you on this no. fine occasion. Um, yeah, so yesterday I did five miles with a couple of dudes. And then today we had the shield ruck going this morning. Just got in a little 5K. One of our guys had an early 0700 call across the pond with uh-huh. those in the, the Queen's estate. So um, kind of went Australian there at the end. But um, no, we're jazzed up. Good. Gotten some, getting a lot of miles on the feet this week in preparation for Oakwood 24 this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So a lot of great things happening in and around our little worlds. A lot of great things happening in and around the F3 Nation. We are grateful that you men are taking some time out of your week to join us and hear about the news of the nation as we exist to connect you packs of F3 to something bigger than uh, yourself. You're right. You mentioned the Oakwood 24 coming up, 24-hour endurance run, uh, fundraiser for the Healing Transitions in Raleigh Men's Rehabilitation Center. None other than uh, him of all hymns, Jonathan Fry, better known as Fry Daddy, going for the 100-mile marker uh, this Saturday, I think he's got a handful of men and women uh, that are going to be out there running with him, but a couple other guys that are prepared 
trying to go for the hundred this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I was talking to some of our brethren this morning who are eyeballing 40 to 50 miles out there. The beige yeah. bros of Carrie NC talking about what socks they were going to wear for the occasion. So people stance, of course, of course, shout out if we're uh, sponsorships available, I would hope (laughs) few news items to get to. And we've got a really special guest that we're going to pull in to the show this week. We did not give this man his due a week ago and we were kicking ourselves about it. So we said we're going to devote an entire segment. So live caller coming up in a mere matter of moments. I'm listening to the 43 feet last week, as I'm apt to do every week to go for some leadership tidbits with dread and dark helmet. I'm listening, Mm -hmm. I'm listening, I'm listening. And then dreads, out as Nantan and slaughters in, and I'm like, wait a minute! I would, the I would be lying if I said I didn't uh, hit pause, kind of cock my head to the side, rewind thirty rewind. seconds. <laughs> Let me re-listen to that and uh, hit play again. Uh, so uh, there's an incredible news dump in that show, and uh, the dreadliest catch tried to just. Uh, move right past it. And to Helmet's credit, he did not allow him to do that. You've heard us talk about, you know, 10-year anniversary coming up and transitions. And it makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense that at this point, but if you didn't hear last week, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the 43 feet as Dread and Dark Helmet did just some great kind of review and and almost a a bit of a state of the nation, impromptu sort of state of the nation podcast. But one of the pieces in there is that Dread will be handing off the Nantan duties of the nation, uh, to slaughter John Lambert, super high impact man, um, was Weasel Shaker for the nation before, serves in a COO role now, and will be an incredible uh, man to carry that uh, that shovel flag forward. And so just ask you guys to go back and listen to that. We'll get Slaughter on here uh, soon and, and chat with him a little bit as well, but just some great uh, review and, and some thoughts from, uh, from Dredd and, and from Helmet last week as they talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't have expected Dredd to sort of make an announcement in any other I think, fashion. I think honestly. Helmet was surprised. <laughs> I, I think I think you caught him off guard, but I can right. just it's 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 kind of what the way it would go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that that's the Hard true leadership, the course, my friend. Yeah, that's true leadership in its sense, and you know. Slaughter will be taking over. Um, next topic, please. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not about me, uh, but uh, but good stuff there. And look, we got plenty of thoughts and and uh, and perspective on on the incredible impact of something that spurred out of this idea ten years ago to take this workout that was kind of working for these guys, but do something more with it and and dread an OBT a part of that and and standing up what F three would ultimately become after these ten years. I mean, just incredible. Growth. So, you know, uh, we can't um, give enough uh, T claps and credit and and respect right. to those men that paved the way and, and dread for much of that vision and, and where this thing goes and just excited for what the future uh, will hold. And we'll get into all that as we continue to uh, to branch out these these uh, podcasts and content that we're creating here for F3 Nation for you guys to consume on a weekly basis. Part of that 10-year anniversary is having to deal with the dynamics of what our big celebration was going to look like. So we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, We are officially moving the 10-year anniversary celebration from January 16th in Wilmington uh, at the home of F3 Cape Fear to October 2021. Uh, We talked about it last week, obviously just things placed before us that are insurmountable at this point and needing to do the right thing uh, related to ongoing pandemic Mm -hmm. stuff. So um, all of that uh, is happening right now, uh, still in in a plan to move that thing to October. We ask you guys just stay up uh, with information on F310year.com. Registrations just carrying over to October, right? Just like if you registered for a race and they had to defer it to later in the year, all that stuff will carry over. And as we develop more of that, we'll keep you up to date with that. One more thing I want to drop on the fellas before we bring our guest on today. And, you know, look, it's a time of the year where, uh, you know, where organizations are likely making donor appeals. And you know, the foundation, the F3 Nation Foundation, made a strong push in October, and you guys came to the freaking mat on that thing to yeah, help raise a huge chunk of change. But if you find yourself in a situation where you've got some more giving that your family's looking to do or your corporation's looking to do, or even your foundation is looking to do before the end of the year specifically, uh, you know, we would ask that you consider the F3 Nation Foundation as they're getting ready to go out and make a strong push for an executive director and put some structure around 
helping you guys have greater impacts in your community as well. So if that's something that's bubbling up for you or again, your company and, and you find yourself in some last minute giving capacity, uh, please be sure to uh, consider the foundation in those efforts. Yeah. And a quick reminder, I sent you a note about this the other day because I got reminded that I had done this and actually I had forgotten I had done this, but this uh, Amazon smile situation that I don't know that there's any packs out here or M's of packs that aren't frequenting, frequently using Amazon. If a day um, comes by and a package doesn't show up to our house, especially Amazon, this time of year, wrong. right. <laughs> At this what, point. Obviously, supply chain issues are what they are right now. Right. And I think a lot of people are encountering that as uh, we get closer and closer to the, when the fat man comes down the chimney. But yes, sir. Um, I got a note that, you know, 70 something dollars had been um, sent towards uh, the F3 Foundation for a total of 1400 plus in the last however many days, whatever because they're automatic. Amazon, from, from Amazon. Yeah. Time. So you can go into your Amazon Prime account and select yep. a charity. Um, and then if anybody wants to get at me, please do it. I'll sort of walk you through that. It's not as intuitive as one might think, mm-hmm. um, but it can mm-hmm. be done. And so then all your purchases throughout your household or through that prime account, there's a little bit of kickback there to, to some charity, not saying okay. it has to be the foundation would be cool if you did that. But if, if anything, just pick something, so yeah. there's some giving back. I think it's an automatic dealio you can set up. So good, man. Love it. Great reminder. All right, let's mm-hmm. go to the phone lines. We've got in the uh, truest sense of the, the word, a high impact man joining us this week. And uh, if you think you had a challenging weekend over the last few weekends with whatever physical fitness feat you were up against, it ain't nothing compared to what <laughs> this guy has recently gone to. And we go to the phone lines to bring in our brother Hobo from Memphis. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. No, thank excited. you. Uh, I'm giddy. I feel like I'm a little starstruck here talking to somebody uh, that, you know, went through the the thickest of the thick. And so we wanted to get you on and and help uh, help let the packs know all the things that you've been up to. And um, obviously your your recent success and uh, making it through pre-selection. And I'd love to get sort of just uh, set the stage for us right on your decision to, you know, go after that and your, your training and your, your support and then how COVID threw a wrench in things. And then we can get into the gritty nitty gritty of the actual event, which is what I really want to talk about too. So welcome Hovo, Tyler Pochelle. Am I saying that right? That's correct. Yeah. That's right. Pochelle Pochelle. out of F3 Menses. Also, we do this thing with our guests. Um, How long you been doing F3? And I started in January. So almost a year now. Oh, and I was uh, EH by a guy named Nature Boy. Our our kids were playing ball in the woo! same and uh, exactly that's, that's <laughs> how right. he does, every that's time how he someone says off. Nature Boy, you got to hit him with a woo. That's how he does his uh, sign do. off every time. Yes, but uh, yeah, he invited me to go for a run. He had he he uh, deduced that I was a runner and uh, just said, "Hey, you want to come for a run? We have a Sunday run day um, at one of our AOs." And so he said something about four miles, and so I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll join you guys." And so I showed up. Um, and all these guys had water bottles. I was like, that's kind of, I don't, it's, it was January, 40 degree, you know, I didn't think it was going to need it for four miles. Anyways, we start running and they say something about blah, 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 18 miles. And I was like, come on guys, you guys are, you guys are just joshing me, right? They're like, no, no, we're going to run 18 miles today. I was like, I, he, nature boy told me four and I said, well, we're going to run seven to the location and then we're going to run four with everybody else. And then we're going to run seven back. And I was like, Holy smokes. And uh, classic F3 uh, bait and switch. The old 14 mile in and yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my very, uh, pretty much my first experience with these guys. And there was, you know, a bunch of studs that day and a lot of lifelong friends I've made from that first day, but that ultimately is what kind of got me, got me coming back. So what you're telling us is you did 18 miles, no water that day. Uh, I'm sure I got, I think I got some water at the, at this the, should uh, have at set the market, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, before you get into it, for those who don't know, you talk about pre-selection, right? So yes. you just recently completed a go ruck ma- massive event, right? Correct. So, so set the stage a little bit to what that is as well too, for if guys are listening, they're like, yeah. I've kind of heard of this stuff. I know, I know we got grow ruck, right? Give it, give us a little well, bit of uh, some context there. So back in January, when I first started uh, with F3, I literally never heard of the word ruck. I, I didn't know what that meant. And uh, my limited experience was 
it seems like it was for guys who didn't know how to run. I, that was just, that was just, you know, it was me because I had done a lot of running. So I was there, like, is yeah, a, I run. there is a stereotype we are trying to break, although <laughs> right, we right. are not doing a very good job, so, myself you know, included. <laughs> there was a handful of guys going for rucks and um, there was one day, maybe in February, March, they said, Hey, there's this thing. It sounds, it's impossible. It's, you know, like 2% of people complete it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that sounds like something I want to do. I, I knew immediately. So I looked it up on this website, never really heard of go ruck before. Um, there was nothing available. There was no events that day. And so fast forward a few, weeks later, they had this pre-selection event, which was some sort of 24 hour fitness event where you're going to just be carrying your pretty heavy ruck on and just don't quit. That's pretty much the, uh, the mindset. And so I've done a fair number of, uh, endurance events where that, that was the mindset, which don't quit. And, um, and so, you know, all these guys were really excited when I told them I signed up, they were just, they, you know, they always follow it every year. They live stream it. And I, just, I had no idea this community. And, um, so I just did what little research I could. And I watched some documentaries and basically just put a rucksack on with a heavy weight and went out every weekend uh, for long rucks and just continued to do F3 workouts every day. I'm kind of a seven day a week, uh, F3 guy. So I just, I never, nice. never, uh, never miss a day. And, um, I mean, largely I just rucked, I ran, I did about 20 miles running every week just cause I like running. A lot of that mm-hmm. was in the, in the way of pre pre running uh, with mm-hmm. some guys and just our standard F3 workouts in Memphis. And that was really all that I did in preparation. It wasn't any, like I definitely should have done some sandbag work. I realized in <laughs> hindsight. Uh, and so uh, I will definitely be doing more sandbag work for any other future events that I sign up for. But yeah, luckily just, just showing up every day for Memphis F3 workouts uh, that's incredible. Ready. Yeah. So tell me when you got to Jacksonville, cause this event a couple weeks ago, you were down in Jacksonville, yeah. right all up and down the beach and all around near, I'm assuming right where, uh, go ruck headquarters is. Yep. And when you got there, I know you guys started in a park or something like that, a beachside park, whatever, how many folks started and sort of mm-hmm. what's the evolution of like initial welcome party, smoke fest, PT sure. on PT on PT, people start dropping, first person drops, it probably pulls a linchpin and six people drop at once because they didn't yeah. want to be first, but they weren't going to make it. So run me through like those first few hours of like getting down there and how many times did you pack and repack your ruck and then the inspection yeah. and all the things that go on in an event like that. Sure. So I, uh, so I, I got an Airbnb, I got a, a rental house, maybe half a mile away. I rucked up to the event. Um, and cause I didn't, you know, I didn't have a car at the time. So I rucked up there. There was about 30, there was 30 participants that were all standing around, just kind of laying down, checking their stuff. And it was really fun just to chat with them for a few minutes. Cause like they were all like-minded crazies, just like me, you know, everyone else I talked to thought I was insane, but these guys were all like, yeah, we want to do it. And then, you know, there's some big dudes out there. And I was like, man, these guys are so strong. Like, I don't know. Like this, I, I was just kind of intimidated by a few of them for sure. And, um, but we, you know, we, we line up, um, it's very administrative for the first, gosh, it felt like two hours. It honestly, like we did, um, the bag dump. Sure. It was a little bit stressful. I had done zero practice with that. I, I knew that was something I should have done, but I was like, I mean, how hard could it be? And it, it wasn't that hard, honestly. Like I just, you literally just put your stuff in as quickly as you can. You don't put anything where it's supposed to go. And once you finish it, you have like 10 minutes to, to rearrange your bag afterwards. So there's like, there's really no reason to try to put it in your bag carefully, just literally yeah. stuff it in as fast as you can. So um, I got through that. I was probably in the top 10, I guess, of getting that done. So I got to go rest for a while. Then we waited to do our push up test um, and the sit up test. And again, both those just took a long time, but they were really easy. I mean, that's something you should definitely know going in. Like, I can definitely do 55 push ups. It's 55 push ups in two yeah. minutes or 65 sit ups. And um, yeah, it was easy to, to test that in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, then we rucked over to the ocean, did a. Um, we did a three mile run, which was not scheduled. That was not on the uh, BT, but it was not going to drop anybody, but it was like, we had the, they told us to do it under three, uh, eight minute miles, uh, you know, with our boots on and whatever. And so that just got everyone's heart rate up me as a longtime runner. It didn't phase me, but a lot of the guys were just gassed. And so then we went straight into this like surf test, like 30 minutes of just like, you know, pretty intense in the ocean, just getting kind of razzled and dazzled. And, um, it wasn't, it wasn't the welcome party. It was just literally just kind of, they called it a little, uh, I don't know, a scuff. They called it a scuff. So, <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys think that's a welcome party, you, you better quit now. Um, when we got back from that, um, you know, probably in two hours at that point, it felt like we had dropped five people. And so mm-hmm. I don't, I, I assume that those people must've dropped either. They didn't make the PT test or just maybe voluntary withdrawal, but I, I'm not entirely sure, but I know we were 
30 at the start, 25 at that point. Mm-hmm. Then, we, then we went on a five mile ruck. Um, I thought it was gonna be solo, but it ended up being everybody. So the cadre just led us on a you know 15 minute pace, you know, nothing, nothing there, just just yeah. following the lines. So that was easy. And um then we went over to the yeah. And so I was just gonna say I was bouncing in and out of uh Jason McCarthy, so the founder of uh yeah, yeah. Ruck, was doing a lot of Instagram live stuff throughout the night and into the next morning. And so whenever he'd go live, I'd bounce in and see what you guys are up to. And actually at one point I I, I plugged in and you guys were doing you were learning about ducks and bears and I took those four exercises and, and we did a ruck workout the other morning on Friday. Oh, that's morning. where you got that from. Yeah. And so I did the, the duck walk and then the, the bear crawl back and then the, the uh, Bruce Lee's and then the lunges, but we did not do it with an 80 pound sandbag, uh, just with the rucks. Um, so as the night progressed, I'm just curious as you're, you having been a veteran of, of long-term endurance events were anybody, mm-hmm anybody else leaning on you? Are you guys really flying solo or did you guys have an opportunity to like talk to your other folks going through it? Like, Hey, don't quit. You've got this, keep pushing. Or were you just in your own head, like pushing forward for yourself? We had very little opportunity to talk, um, until maybe, uh, the long ruck when we, we did a 12 mile ruck later in the night into the morning. That was the first time that I really actually talked to anybody that I talked to two nine at that point. But before that, it really, I was afraid to talk to anybody. Honestly, I, I didn't want any, I didn't want any attention drawn to myself. And somehow they did not focus on me, uh, which was great. And they could have very easily because the duck walk uh, that you mentioned was, was the worst part for me. I have never really done duck walks. Um, and especially not with an 80 pound bag on my head. And uh, it was brutal. But um, one thing that some, some words of advice that one of my guys, uh, one of my shield lock buddies speaker had given me was he said, listen, it's okay to quit. If you need to quit, you can quit. But just think about this. 60 seconds. He said, if you can't, if you think of whatever you got to do for the next 60 seconds, if you absolutely cannot do it, quit. But if you right. can, just do it for 60 more seconds. And so I just, that kind of was going through my mind during that duck walk. Like, this is hard. Um, fortunately, right before the duck walk, we had another um, couple things that I had excelled in. Like we did a, a crab walk with our rucks on our stomach and I demolished everybody, which was surprising. Like I'm, I don't, feel like I'm a great crab walker. Like there's a bunch of guys in, F- in Memphis who are better crab walkers. But for some reason, those people had not trained on crab walk at mm. all. And so I just destroyed them. And so I, to, I had this great wave of like, um, you know, emotions going into the next one, which is the duck walk where I, I was not so hot at. Um, but, you know, I didn't feel so like just, I was a loser. Just those little wins, right? Those little, little mental wins, yeah. wins that are, are keeping you out in front. And like you said, helping for one reason or other to keep the attention off of you, because Mm -hmm. as we've all known and been through events where this is happening, you, you don't, you want to keep your head low and your back a small target, right? Yeah. The the advice I was given was be the gray man, which is, is not typically my, my style, like in an athlete workout, you know, I, I don't necessarily try to blend in all the time in the F3 workout, but, um, <laughs> but here I was, I tried very hard. Like I don't want anyone to know me. So just, yeah. Smart. Just right. the reps. Well, cool. So, so, thir- so 30 oh, started, right? 30 right. started. Where do you ultimately get to? I mean, to yeah, make so, it through this thing, to get to the, to, to the end of it, what's it look like at the end? Um, so we ended up with five, um, four officially, uh, through a, a strange turn of events. We had five that actually did everything. And the fifth guy, I only found out afterwards. Like when I got back to Slack two hours later, I found out he didn't finish. It was because he ate something in the last 10 minutes and they told him not to. And he, you know, maybe broke an order. What? But, Whoa. Uh, so that was, I didn't know that. That's kind of sad for that guy. That was two nine, but, yeah. uh, Anyways, I mean, yeah, we had five guys at the very end. I, you know, I feel like we ended up with five, probably at somewhere, somewhere in the, in the, in the neighborhood of probably 2 a.m. is when we got to five, you know, just kind of slowly kept that welcome party, just kept taking one, two, the quitter fire, you know, that, that there was two or three guys who dropped out kind of around that time when we did. Yeah. So for the audience, the quitter fire is this massive bonfire on the beach and you guys are in the surf. It's the middle of the night. You're in and out of the surf. You're, you're wet and sandy and back and forth and it's just miserable, right? Suck fest. And all it takes is go warm yourself up by the fire. We'll get you delivered actually at that time too. Hey, do you want some pizza one three? And I was like, it's a trick question. I do want pizza. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I would like some pizza, but but I don't don't want to quit. So, Um, all right. So you got your vengeance on the pizza later though. I did. Uh, yeah. We'll get to yeah. that probably in a minute. Yeah. So, so, but uh, you did cool. finish you. Were, so five total and one female, yep. correct? Correct. Yeah. Two seven. Right. Yeah. And she, she's a beast. Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of her and, uh, and, uh, the shark attack, I guess is the culminating event. Is that right? 
Yeah, it's kind of, it, it felt like, from what I understood, it's kind of like normally it might happen in the last hour or less after for the normal selection event. After they've gone for 47 hours, they give you this last little, you know, thing. But I felt like it was two, maybe three hours of shark attack for us. Like mm-hmm. they were, that was where I had my first real um, attention drawn to me, like where the cadre were just right in your face the whole time. You know, you're low crawling in the sand, you're lifting the sandbag up for the different workouts. And um, I honestly, before the event, I was most concerned about the cold, the sand, and the cadre. Those are the three things that were on my mind. I wasn't really worried about the fitness so much or even, even just quitting in general. That wasn't, didn't really cross my mind, but it was the, the cold, the sand, and the cadre. The sand ended up not be, it being a non-event. Like it just, I didn't get any chafing. So I don't know how that happened, but somehow wow. I didn't have any chafing. Um, the cold, honestly, my windbreaker kept me plenty warm. And the cadre, honestly, when they started yelling near the end, I guess it had already been pretty deep into the event and I was feeling pretty good. But the things they said were, you know, they're kind of outlandish. And so it's easy to just kind of dismiss them, I guess. Like, or are they, like they weren't, you know, they made fun of my, my, my backwards cap or something. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> you're reaching at that point. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't making fun of my, you know, something I was sensitive about, I guess. Right. Uh, so, so you get complete, you get through like the false finishes and all that stuff and you've, yep. you've getting, you get your patch, right. And you've yep. been hosed in the face for at what seems like hours and you've mm-hmm. got your, uh, you got your pizza, maybe a cold beverage, if that's your thing. Um, and how does the real quick though, cause we want to, be mindful of time here. Cause like I said, I could talk to you all day. How does, how does the, da- the dynamic change? So you've got five finishers or what you thought was five. Yeah. Um, and like it's over. And then this sort of like all the pressure just sort of rushes out of the room and everything's yeah. like cool. It's and amazing. Just- you, you get to open your eyes and the cadre have just immediately turned from, we hate you to, man, we're so proud of you. And yep. then, you know, they're giving you fist bumps and hugs. And it was like, they were really cool. Like outside of that, other, uh, you know, scenario, they're, they're cool guys. I got to talk to, to Cleve for 15, 20 minutes in the airport. That was really awesome. Um, you know, so I didn't have any, um, connected. My phone was back at the rental place, so I didn't have any connectivity, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed it. I was just, you know, I was there chatting with the other participants. It was great. Um, Mm -hmm. I get back to my, my venue, um, maybe two hours later. And I, I mean, my phone is just blown up with, you know, (laughs) Uh, it seems like a hundred messages all from F3 guys. I had two messages from non F3 people, my mom and my wife, and then everything else was on my F3 brothers. And it was incredible. They were just, they were so, but they had no idea if I'd finished or not because apparently the, the live feed kind of went black. It did. Uh, went dark. And so they were like, they had no idea. So I, I said, the first text I said, I made it, you know, and they were like, Oh my gosh, nice. you made it. And so, um, and then was, I saw you got welcomed home with it looked like a parking man, garage with some so signs. Awesome. And yeah. Stuff. I mean, like I showed up at the airport, just, it was nine o'clock at night. It was a long day. And there's like 10 F3 brothers that just, that, you know, drove a long way to the airport just to meet me for 10 minutes of chatting with me before my wife took me home. And it was like, it was such love. And then like the next day, Gus, uh, from F3 mm-hmm. Memphis, he organized an event at his house. We had like 20 guys around a bonfire and just, they wanted to hear the stories and that's awesome. Man, was, we'll see. I mean, so, awesome. so the, the two big thing takeaways I'm thinking from this is like how, how awesome it is that you, you made it through, you, you pushed and you persevered. And then F3 got you into that position. F3 pulled you through and with some standard workouts of so seven days a week and, mm-hmm. and you're a runner, but then you came back around full circle, you get back to your phone and it's, you know, 99%. It was incredible. F3 guys. And then you get home and it's, F- I mean, it's just, it's a testament to the things that we've got here going, right? The building, the culture, the community, it's a testament to your individual culture there in your region in Memphis and that where it's duplicated in so many other places mm-hmm. across this country. It's just, man, it's inspiring and it's uplifting and I just want to, Thank you for um, spending some time with us and, and telling the story to the nation here. Absolutely. Well, Brother, I mean, uh, what an effort. Like, just to, I've been just sitting here listening to it. First of all, I'm like, this guy's nuts for doing all this stuff. Uh, but no surprise uh, that you were able to set your mind on it, right? Go out there, set a goal, go out there, accomplish this thing, and did something that not a lot of people can say they've done, right? The percentage of people that have even signed up for one of those pre-selections and made it through has got to be pretty small. And so thanks for, for sharing the story with the nation and, uh, and what's next for you, I guess. I was going to say, what's, 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 what's next? coming up next? Well, uh, as far as I know, they're going to have a the, the full blown selection, the 48 hour one at some point next year. And I feel like that's something that I want to conquer yes. as well. So that'll probably be the next thing, but there's a couple guys in F3 Memphis who want to do team selection, I think, which comes in before that. So that's a 48 hour event, but I think that'd be really awesome to have like, 
a brother to like look in the eyes and encourage and talk about, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the thing we're at hand. So we might have some, some Memphis guys well, representing. Well, it goes without saying, please keep us posted on that. And Absolutely. If, if that's something you and another brother get going on towards um, team selection, or if you've got your name in, in the hat for, for selection as well, like we want to be kept abreast mm -hmm. of those developments for Bro, sure. You got, you got to map out your, uh, your grow ruck tour. You'll be an instant celebrity at the <laughs> grow rucks at this that's point. That's right. Yeah. You know, now that, well uh, too. Now that Gus is pretty involved with that, That's he's right. he's trying to make sure I get to at least the next couple of them. So San Antonio, yeah, I think, is up next. So. Yeah, you got San Antonio. Yeah. We got uh, South Carolina coming up. You've got uh, down in Florida as well. So Suncoast, lots of opportunities. Yeah. I know the men will uh, welcome you with I, open arms. I did want to point out, too, the uh, the Grow Ruck in St. Um, Louisville that we had this mm -hmm. past year. That was my very first, or this year. My, yeah, my so we, oh, we didn't even talk about event. that. We were there together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my very first event of that kind. So that was great to have that experience of just having the cadre and just kind of the kind of the dynamics of how that works out and the teamwork. And, well, there's no teamwork really in this other one, but it was mm -hmm. just that yeah, I can't, idea. I can't believe we almost forward. did this entire interview and I didn't mention like, <laughs> it's good to see yeah. you since Louisville. Well, yeah, we were yeah. on, but we were on different platoons. And once you yeah. get sort of emerged in the night, you yeah, are, we hated the other teams. It was, it was well, red, all, red all the way with Kilo. Well, white was pretty good. We were pretty far <laughs> well, out here front. Here they go. Couldn't here see you back, couldn't see you back there for a while. <laughs> Hobo, uh, incredibly strong work, man. Uh, on behalf of the nation, congratulations. And Thank uh, you so much. when we saw this news hit and we're like, one of our own finished, I think the entire F3 nation felt some level of accomplishment. You did all the work. Granted, but uh, <laughs> but it was connected throughout the nation, which is it was really a neat. collective like fist bump yeah, it was, going on exactly. across the nation. I could That's feel exactly it. Right. Yeah. Great work, man. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll see you at some grow rucks in the All coming right. year. Thank Thanks, Obo. So All guys. right, let's uh, let's take a quick break here. Uh, we've got uh, Bones talking alcohol and health for this week's health tip here on the COT podcast. Hello, COT podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. When it comes to making healthier choices in our lives, there are several strategies one can implement to see positive results. Everything from exercising more, eating healthier, and getting more sleep. One strategy, however, that seems to trip many of us up is the use of alcohol. Can you drink alcohol and still be healthy? What kind of alcohol should I drink and how much will sabotage my health goals? These are all very common questions my health clients ask and is one that was brought up by some PAX members during a recent event. Let me be clear from the beginning. Alcohol is a toxin. When you drink it, your body, specifically your liver, has to process it for removal. Continuous use of alcohol will have negative effects on your health, including a fatty liver. Avoiding alcohol is the healthiest thing to do. Now, having said all that, I personally enjoy a libation or two every now and then. And just like everything else that I do, I aim to use it with the minimal health effect as possible. Not all alcohol is is created equal and certain types can be used in moderation and in a healthy lifestyle while others should be limited or avoided. So here are my recommendations when it comes to consuming alcohol. Limit and restrict sugary cocktails, white wine, and beer. Mixers are the thing to blame in many of these cocktails, which are loaded with sugars and artificial flavors. Similarly, white wine is high in sugar and beer is loaded with yeast, gluten, and tons of calories. Better choices are red wine, cocktails mixed with soda water or sparkling water, rums, gins, and liqueurs. Best choices are tequila, vodka, bourbon, and scotch, all prepared straight up neat or with water. Tips for consuming alcohol. Remember, on average, the ABV for beer is 4.5%, for wine, 11.6%, and for liquor, 37%. Try to drink a glass of water between every alcoholic beverage that you consume. Dehydration is the key factor to hangovers, and by adding a glass of water between drinks, it will slow you down. Make sure to eat a meal loaded with fat prior to drinking, as the fat will slow down the absorption of alcohol into your bloodstream. And please remember Remember to drink responsibly by always providing safe transportation for yourself. So, Pags, if you have a desire to have a drink or two on occasion, it is perfectly acceptable in a healthy lifestyle. And if drinking isn't your thing, then you are simply ahead of the rest of us. 
Kitty and Rapido, I have a sneaky suspicion that you boys are part of the first camp. Keep up the great work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation <laughs> on their well. hunt for wellness. He Gotta knows, go. I stepped all over his outro. He knows us too well. First of all, if you drink a what glass I'm, of water in between every drink, I don't know what the problem is, guys. I had like 13, 14 glasses of water yesterday. <laughs> Secondly, what a buzzkill. <laughs> second, absolutely. Uh, if you want real advice on how to drink, you came to the right place. Yeah. We could devote many a show to that. And uh, thank you, Bones, as always. And just happy to know that to remain in the doctor's good graces, I'll just keep drinking bourbon, which was going to happen anyway. That's so. not exactly what he said. It's no, not exactly, that's what I took from it. not exactly what he said. No, the, uh, and the tis meal, the season, man. Tis, tis the season. The season yeah. So find opportunities to be smart. And uh, Bones, always appreciate you helping these men on their pursuit. Dude, we, we got so much more to get to. Let's go. So much more to get to. You, you done did something last week. You well, did. I, I looked at me. you like, what did you do? <laughs> Check the voicemail line. Oh, And no. holy smokes. It's full. It's full. <laughs> What'd you do? Well, we asked the packs to get off their rumpus, uh-huh. give us a call and tell us what it is the goings on in their respective regions. And boy, they listened. So here's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking about this in real time as we're sitting here in the digital studios yes typically we play one of these we talk a little bit we play one. we talk a little bit i'm thinking about just banging a few of these out and just rapid boom. fire let's rapid go rapid fire and rapid hit and fire. Play. you down for that yeah because we it. got dayton alpharetta aiken uh low country and race city cherokee suncoast like we got calls from all over the god dang f3 nation so here's what we're gonna do sit back and enjoy as the men of f3 nation carry the rest of this show with the incredible things happening in and around where they are with him doing him stuff and t clap so we turn it over to the packs of the cot the tires and light the fires let's do it hey hello kitty this is uh, Scott Luenia, 43, Jack Bauer, from F3 Cherokee region. I uh, just wanted to call you about some him doing him stuff, because I know you don't like getting the emails. You like to hear our voices, apparently. So, as you know, because of COVID, a lot of events have been canceled all around. And in this region, a lot of hymns have been stepping up and leading different CSOPs for the packs here in Cherokee. And one guy that's been doing that is Lucky Charms. He organized another half marathon uh, for the PAX, it was going to happen this past Saturday on the 12th. And we had a, several guys sign up. It was going to be a four-mile loop, and you're going to end at one of our AOs called Wartown, and then you'd run the 13.1 miles, and then uh, stay for the beatdown afterwards, too, from 7 to 8. We have a uh, woodshed that's there also, which is our 0.0 beatdown, and Wartown's our normal boot camp style. Well, on Wednesday, uh, and around the, December 9th, we had another one of our PACs, uh, post in Slack about a local uh, food pantry uh, called Forever Fed. It was definitely in need of some canned goods and certain items uh, coming up because they were low on them. Uh, some guys started talking about, how hey, we'll collect some cans, we'll get some stuff together at the beatdowns and maybe during the half marathon. Well, on Thursday, the site queue there at uh, Wartown, Mako, decided to take it to another level and decided that, hey, I'm going to donate $1 for every mile that each of the passengers uh, during the half marathon and during the beatdown on Saturday. Well, he quickly roped in some other packs, Lucky Charms, the Site Q Mall Cop also jumped in, and I jumped in as well. And then, to take it even further, uh, the guys up at the League, which is one of our northern AOs, uh, it's the ultimate Frisbee beatdown on Saturdays. It attracts a lot of guys. Good hands, and him up there decided, hey, I'm going to dump. $1 for every mile that is run during that beatdown. And those guys average probably about four to six miles during a beatdown during their two-hour workout up there. Uh, and then FUD and Westside, two other hymns up there jumped in, decided to uh, pitch in contributions to that as well, and so did the Mole and Geek Squad. Um, and then Good Hands, company he works for called Access Capital, decided they – would match dollar for dollar for every uh, amount that Good Hands raised there at the league. And then one of our hymns down here, Coy, uh, jumped in with his company called O'Neill Landscaping Group, and they would match all the money that was made at Wartown uh, during the half marathon. So ended up Saturday morning. We had 11 packs post to run the half marathon, 
and 16 more joined in for the beatdown. Got about 178 miles in total from all the packs. Up at the league, they had 46 packs post uh, during the league, and they each, uh, again, averaged. I feel bad for my man there because he was in the groove and our boys now cut him off. But a lot of good things happening out of Cherokee. All right, we're going to shut up. We're going to get right back into this thing. Right back into it. Here we go. Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Ramblin' Wreck from F3 Aiken. I'm following up with, uh, I heard you guys throw out our ruck for a clause this past week. Uh, We just finished up. We rucked approximately a mile total uh, to the Children's Hospital of Georgia, which is right across the river from Aiken. Uh, We partnered up with our FIA group in Aiken. We had over 250 toys collected for our second annual Ruck for a Clause. We had so many toys that we didn't even have enough hands to carry them. We actually had a truck to deliver the rest of them right behind us. So check out our photos that we've posted on our Twitter account at F3 Aiken. And we look forward to doing it again next year. This is Ramblin' Wreck, out. Hello, Kitty and F3 Nation. This is Brandon Lunsford, a.k.a. Cookie, here from F3 Alpha in the uh, northern burbs of Atlanta. And I have my third FQ, Macho Libre, Chuck Bailey. And uh, we just wrapped up a Santa Ruck for F3 Alpha. We had 100-plus packs here, family members. Uh, it was a kid-friendly ruck. Uh, we collected three to 4,000 pounds of food, over 400 toys, and delivered them to a food bank. Uh, nearby, so we rucked the uh, majority of it on our backs. Uh, the kids pulled it in wagons. Pretty awesome event. We finished with cafeteria, donuts, and hot chocolate for the kids. It was an awesome event. Yeah, great. We had a goal of 2,000 pounds and 200 toys, and we almost doubled both goals. So just awesome event for North Fulton Community Charities up here in Atlanta. Awesome. Great impact we made. So you guys enjoy the show. Hey, F3 Nation, this is Chili Pepper from the Sun Coast. I wanted to give a shout-out to all the packs that attended our Christmas Convergence yesterday. A great time, multiple FNGs, and opportunities to touch on all Fs. I also wanted to give a T-Clap store packs from St. Pete, who took the time and came down to partake in the beatdown and fellowship. And finally, I wanted to give a special T-Clap to our Nantan Lancelot. He missed the convergence so he could babysit in order for one of our packs to be able to attend with his 2.0. Now, I'm not sure who was babysitting who, but selfless acts are a mark of a true leader. To quote the Q source, the role of the virtuous leader is to love. If he does that, the great multitude of shortcomings will be subsumed in his efforts to stay 43 feet ahead. So, packs of the nation, uh, Merry Christmas, and Yime Boy, Chili Pepper out. Hey, what's up? Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Adidas out of F3 Low Country. Um, I just want to give tea claps to the guys of F3 Race City, Lake Norman area. Um, up here, downrange, um, visiting my parents. Um, some of the packs know my mother is battling stage four lung cancer, so I was coming up to help out some stuff. And I posted with them this morning. Um, and I'm pretty amazed that even though I'm kind of a regular down ranger for them, um, many guys walked up to me asking me how my mom was doing. And a special shout out to Cupcake, who queued today, and Lear, who I believe is a triple respect. Vietnam veteran um, who mentioned to me that if I can't get up here and I need help with anything with my parents, that the PACs would step up and do what they need to do. So I just um, I just wanted to give tea claps to these guys. Um, they filled my heart today, and um, I appreciate them. So if you can give them a shout-out, I would appreciate it. Hope you guys are good. Thanks. Hey, good morning. Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Meatball from the great region of Dayton, F3. 
Hey, I was just listening to the podcast, posted, and wanted to hit you guys up with the, an excellent, excellent uh, news on myself, actually. I started uh, in F3 September 18th of this year in the middle of the Iron Packs Challenge on a Friday, and uh, I haven't looked back. And uh, you guys are talking about getting your 100th post in uh, for the year. Coming up on that, I just want to let you guys know I am very close to hitting 50. 50 posts from September 18th through the end of December in 2020. And in that, um, I'm about, I'm down uh, from what was over 300 pounds. And the doctor's saying, man, you got to get your butt and get working and working out uh, to a big, huge call out to Swabbles, who EH'd me uh, through the Nextdoor app uh, that next week. And uh, I haven't looked back at all. So, um, celebrating a lot of great stuff, meeting a lot of great guys. Look forward to doing a lot of uh, awesome things with y'all. And I'm just blessed and thankful for all you guys do every day throughout the nation. Keep it up, guys. Have a great one. I love ending it on that call uh, for Meatball there just because of the the broad swath of everything you heard, right? So guys doing it's just incredible third F given back in their community to a relatively new guy who has embraced this and automatically seen instant results and a change of course in his life. Man, are we blessed or what? I just, you know, I was making notes as those guys were, were talking. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to throw them a little third F prayer yeah. during a session later today, but it's just like, like you said, the totality of things across all the, all the things we look for and, and things we call out from him doing him stuff to taps to, to living third, to, it, it encompassed it all. And so I, I also came up with a little repeatoism there is I'm going to need the packs to run it back. Oh, which I like is, that. Which is we're going to need a whole nother set of show, uh, set of calls yes, for next week's show. Yes, because I think, I think when the nation hears that this week, they're going to get fired up to, to keep those phone, uh, those phone lines are ringing because. As well they should. It just, As well they should. It, yeah. It just, it, Man, it fills my heart to hear yep. hear those those yep. those folks coming out. The number um, call is eight four 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 cot packs. That's how you submit user generated content to this broadcast. Eight four 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 cot packs. Excellent, incredible updates. We sit here uh, grateful for the man. I, I love hearing. Uh, hey, what's up? Hello, Kitty. Repeat. I just love hearing those guys <laughs> when they call us and hearing your voices, man. Uh, that's what makes this thing uh, tick. Two more tea claps to give out before we wrap up what's been a big show here this Make week. It. One for the men of F3. And, uh, <laughs> it says, uh, I love this tweet. God said, this is the definition of male community leadership, along with our amazing M's and 2.0s. It was a picture of these guys. They had filled up uh, 1,162 boxes crazy. for Dare to Care. So they were doing some incredible giving back there. And then just a hilarious tea clap uh, to the boys of Swamp Rabbit. They held some sort of competition or seesaw, and it's called the Deucible. And the reason <laughs> I loved it was, did you see their trophy that they gave out to I the winner of the I Deucible? It. it was a golden painted toilet seat. <laughs> so, so this a, is like the crucible, but the deucible, I'm assuming. We got a couple guys here locally that could give you boys a boys, run for your money. There's, as it there's relates some to toxic deucible. hazard wastelines across that Maynard. That but I thought that frequent. was hilarious. The Swamp Rabbit boys with the deucible and the golden uh, toilet seat. So a funny thing to wrap out what's been a, uh, a pretty neat show about serious him doing him stuff across the F3 Nation and grateful again for the yeah, man uh, yeah. for filling up the inbox and for Hobo for coming on and sharing his story. And for Hobo, yeah. I like hearing all these packs doing all these, you know, Santa Ruck type stuff too. Love and, it. Um, doubling their goal down in, where was it? Uh, in Alpha. And mm -hmm. you got M's and, and shorties pulling wagons with stuff. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I'm stealing that for next year. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. What do you say you uh, you drop a quote worth repeat on these boys and we call it a, call it a day here? I love it. And this is another one where sometimes I do this for you. I'm going to tell you the quote and then I'm going to see if you can uh, guess who it's from. Uh, okay. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, war veteran or sports veteran? Neither. What? Oh, shoot. Businessman or woman? You could say that. All right. Read it for me one more time. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats 
so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, mm, how you I can still come quote. out of it. I love this quote. I love it. I don't know. I have no clue who it is, and I'll be ex- excited to hear who it is. But I love the message of you. You got. You got to be defeated. Is it a politician? No. I was going to say, maybe I thought for a minute, Abraham Lincoln, because I know he lost a lot of elections before he ultimately won the mm-hmm. other one. Um, you know, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Uh, so great men in history with these quotes. I love this quote, though, because it speaks to the importance of failure. You can't just get to where you're at in life based on a series of successes. Failure right. ultimately inevitable to know who you are and, and specifically that I love how you respond to it, which is key. All right. Who is it? You ready to have your socks knocked off? I am. I'm excited. Maya Angelou. Whoa, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It's a good one on perseverance. I'm right there with you on yep. the defeats. The defeats are what make us, right? You yep. know, if you cruise through life and successes, you're eventually going to crash and burn hard. I am a believer of, or you're going to yep. hit a wall and you're not going to know how to deal with it if you've never had to deal with walls. So I love it. It's a great good. one. Good. Uh, my brother, we are not but 10 days out uh, from the Christmas holiday here as That's we sit bananas. on the 15th of December, which is wild. It has been quite a year. Uh, looking forward to uh, having a little downtime here. Uh, we can talk about this in real time as we're on the air here. I think we record a show next week, and then maybe we take a week off after that to recharge the batteries and gear ourselves up for uh, 2021, but I know that we sit here just incredibly grateful. Maybe we spend some time next week sharing some of our gratitude uh, for the men of F3 Nation as we go through this, yeah. but uh, it was on full display with all of those uh, incredible updates that the packs generated this week, so thank you guys for that, and keep it up. Send us more next week, and let's wrap this year up with a big bang. Absolutely. I'm down with that. I think it's a great plan, a great idea. Pax, remember, 844-4COT-PODCAST. Keep those voicemails rolling in. I want, here's my challenge. He's a pro now. Here's my challenge to the Pax. I want enough voicemails on our voicemail within the next week to where now I'm going to have a bank of voicemails and oh, we like get it. through six or seven, but there's, like four, there's 14 in the, in the bank. And we, I love it. Come on. I know the pack. I know we've got the content they probably, out there. They probably can't pull it off. I'd be surprised at best if we can get three or four next week. I'll Ooh. tell you this much though. Ooh. <laughs> the old reverse psychology. But then if I think, you say I don't it, think, I don't think, I don't think they're going to pick up on it, Brian. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. All right. Love you too, man. Be good, man. We got to go. See ya. See ya. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast. Yeah.